What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 290. Damn. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm actually excited to talk about Andor with Adam. Oh. <laughs> All right. Hot take. Only 290 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What did we watch this week? Bladham, dude. Like what a fun week, oh, man. That's right. We watched Bladham. Uh, Mr. No Door. Yeah, He dude. just didn't fuck with doors, dude. He's like, I'm just... Get out of my He's way. over it. Yeah. Over it, man. I would float around like that, too, if I could. Yeah. Never walk. Um, so... Two hours. This movie was two hours of Hawkman just straight getting ragdolled. Yeah, right. Yeah, dude, like, you know, when they they came out and they're like, yeah, we're going to do a Black Adam movie, and I'm like, with The Rock, and I'm like, hmm. And then Joker comes out, and I'm like, maybe. You know, like, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and Black Adam's all never been, like, a character that I'm like, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've always, I always liked Black Adam when he would show up somewhere and fight, especially whenever he would fight Superman. Like that was all. Whenever Shazam or Black Adam fought Superman was like some of my favorite reading. Uh, but I, he was never a character that I was like, I want to like read everything this guy does, this, that, and the other. And I understand why The Rock is, yeah. you know, kind of attracted to it because like a lot of facting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a lot of talking. A lot of fucking stuff up, you know? Yeah. And I mean, they made him look good. They made everything like interesting enough to keep to hold a movie down. Mm-hmm. Um well, it felt like I felt like this was originally a Justice Society film. Yeah. And they were they just decided to kind of pull an infinity war where it's through the perspective of what would eventually be the main, what is going to be obviously the main villain. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's, it's cause you know, one of the things that the rock did for this movie's promotion, and it was in literally almost every fucking post the guys made was that the hierarchy of power was shifting in the DC universe. Yeah. I would argue that it didn't shift. It just got expanded. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, would, yeah, because because I mean, you know, not to to sit and pick straws, but as long as Superman is by our yellow sun, he's not going to lose. No. Well, I mean, I mean, he's, he's, he's the, I, mean he, I mean, he can get bodied pretty heavily, but yeah, but at the same time, though, that was with Kryptonite. Right. There's a lot of kryptonite getting tossed around on that battlefield. Well, the the only things that can hurt Superman is kryptonite and magic. That's it. And he already yeah. got killed by kryptonite once. And like one of my favorite stories I've ever read was uh, a Superman versus Shazam or Captain Marvel. I don't remember at the time what it was. And Captain Marvel almost killed him because he figured out like, hey, the magic is hurting him. And, you know, like black Adam can like shoot the lightning bolts and shit, you know, do all that cult. 
like Shazam really doesn't shoot anything out. You know what I mean? Like he's just like Superman, you know, just really, really strong. Yeah. But the way that Shazam kind of bested him or as bested him was he would grab him, point him to the sky and say Shazam and the lightning would hit Superman. Wouldn't turn him into Billy Baxter, but would fuck Superman up, you know? So I don't think that the power the 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 power's been shifted. I agree that it's been expanded, but I also think that like if there's any character in the DC universe right now that has a shot at beating him other than Flash, it would be Black Adam. I think Flash could like, you know. Well, I, and and don't get me wrong, I, I believe Barry Allen could, but all of that though I think would have to factor on the element of surprise. Oh, if yeah, Superman's yeah. aware he's fighting the Flash, then he's obviously going to hone in on being able to 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 find him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think the same. I think the same would apply for Black Adam. I think it would have to be the element of surprise. Yes, but I mean, I guess that could be said for all heroes. So I mean, my argument could be very, very much invalid. But yeah. I think when when dealing with those types of characters, you know. Whatever. I mean, I, I, yeah. Superman is just two seconds of a much larger thing, I guess. I don't mean to pull us into that tangent. Well, I mean, but it, but it leaves a good, it leaves a good jumping off point because they had to send in, or they sent in the Justice Society. And here's my thing: like, why is the Justice Society working with Amanda Waller? Yeah, like, Justice. That's that was something <laughs> I was wondering too. I guess. Because, like, first of all, when I seen that bitch's face on that screen, I'm like, don't trust this bitch. Yeah. You know, like, first when of they were all, going, well, so far as to, they even went to the task force, the Suicide Squad headquarters, basically. Yeah, right. Black game. Because, I mean, that, that's, because that's, yeah, because that's essentially, that's essentially what Task Force X is, is just. It's just a suicide squad. It's just what, you know, the, the, the audience knows them as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I really liked the characters that we did get. I liked, which I don't know much about Cyclone, but I always liked Dr. Fate and Adam Smasher and Hawkman. But the thing about Hawkman is like, to me personally, Hawkman has always been really good when he's in his, Hawk, Hawkman or Hawkgirl, either one, have always excelled when they were in their own thing. Like, because the their their lore is, and where, like their backstory and who they are is almost more interesting than them being in a team environment. Uh, but I thought that they did a good job at, like, bringing Hawkman into this team environment as this leader uh, with, like, two rookies and then, you know, Dr. Fate, who's just, like, you know, seeing the future. I thought I really, I really thought Dr. Fate stole the show. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I loved, I mean, I'm a sucker for any kind of stuff like that, you know, particularly with like us having seen Dr. Strange and, you know, their, their skill sets are relatively similar. So, you know, we kind of knew what we were in for whenever, uh, you know, we started getting the copies of himself, you know, a little bit of the reality shift in when, because that yeah. whole thing where when Dr. Fate makes 
uh, Kandak look like, or Kondak, I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing it, but uh, when he makes it look like it once was for Black yeah. Adam, I thought oh, that yeah, was really cool. Mirror world. Yeah. That was cool. So here's my thing about Dr. Fate. Like, I've always loved that character, and I've always liked, you know, how him, you know, him and Dr. Strange kind of marry each other, where, like, if shit gets out of hand and Dr. Fate shows up, you know, there's more going on than meets the eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some sketchy-ass shit that's happening that they're dealing with. But Like realities at stake, in a way. Yeah, yes. Or or literal existence. (laughs) Yeah. But my question is, is like they like two things about this movie bummed me out. Number one, him dying like that kind of bummed yeah. me out because, so like, you if know, they didn't lock up Black Adam, though. He probably would have lived. Yeah, exactly. Had, right. You know what I mean, it was like, yeah, they had to go through that whole thing. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't I don't know a whole I don't know a whole lot about Dr. Fate, but isn't isn't it supposed to be like. Like that helmet, like whoever has that helmet can become Doctor Fate, almost like yeah. some Thor level stuff. Yeah, pretty. Yeah. So, so like Doctor Fate, we could still have gone. him. Yeah. Yeah, but Pierce Brosnan was—he uh, was great as that. Yes. Guy. Yes. But here's the here's the thing that I was like, kind of like hitting on whenever I was watching it. I'm like, they go out of their way for him to say how old he is, right? And there's no reason, in my opinion, that they would go out of their way to explain how old he was because he didn't seem fed up with anything. He didn't seem like he wanted to pass on or or anything like that. He just seemed like, you know, he he took one for the team with Hawkman and all that. But, yeah, so that leaves me to believe, like, they could still do Dr. Fate movies yeah. with Pierce Brosnan showing what happened in the DC universe leading up to Black Adam. And oh, yeah. because, like, you've already got Adam Smasher's son, right, or grandson, yeah. whatever he is, playing the new Adam yeah. Smasher. So that leaves, you know, that means that Justice Society has existed for a long time, you know, and all this stuff. So it could they could build up to this. They could build up to like showing us like green lantern, you know, the original green lantern that used magic to say, or who's to say they couldn't simply rewrite the lore of the helmet. And he kind of X men his mind into it. And over time he'll be able to get his body back. Yeah. They could do that. I mean, I mean, people probably wouldn't like it. You know, some of the, 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 the very diehard, Dr. Fate fanboys, but you know, it's when we're dealing with screen adaptations, you know, they're always going to take liberties. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't the hat disappear? Like right at the yeah. end. I think like, yeah, I after it Hawkman crumbled it. into like yeah. that just powder. It just went. Pfft. I was like, where'd yeah. that go? I thought it, I thought it, I thought it, I thought it kind of just teleported oh. like the way, you know, how every now and then when he would teleport out of there, yeah. I thought that's what the helmet did. But I mean, it straight went to, somewhere. Dude was holding it. Yeah. It was like the job. Then suddenly done. particle effects. Um, I thought uh Cyclone was pretty cool. Yeah. Like the like, I I mean, granted, 
granted, it was one of those situations where we got a team, no context for who they are. They just show up and show out. Yeah. They all had cool shit going on. Can Adam Smasher go really small too? I mean, is he an exact copy of Ant Man? No. Okay. He only does no, unless, unless they rewrote it. Unless they rewrote it. Because when as soon as I saw him running, I was like, "Oh, it's Ant Man." But see, like Adam Smasher, yeah. a really, really big man. Yeah. What I re- what I remember of Adam Smasher though was like he didn't get big like that. He got big like Bane, kind of. Yeah, wasn't okay. So yeah, so they they kind of took, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, they kind of took some liberties with that because it's like, how do you Which, make this Mark Ruffalo look alike? You know? Yeah. Which uh, I kind of got confused for a second. Uh, because Adam Smasher's uniform looked a lot similar to, I don't know if either of you guys have even have bothered with uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, Adam. But, uh, but the Adam. Yeah. It was yeah, very the, their, their suits. Yeah, I kind of got thrown for a loop there for a second. Because I was like, wait a second, why is, yeah. you know. I thought that's who it was. Whenever they were showing the trailer, yeah. I thought it was, I th- and I was like, "Well, they recast him, obviously, well, all this kind of stuff." Man. Well, their emblem looks pretty much identical. Yeah, it's right. The the classic, like you know, Adam symbol. Dude, yeah, it's just funny that they brought Adam Smasher into Smash Black Adam. Yeah, right. It's, just, it's very on the nose. nose yeah, very on the nose. Didn't work either. Yeah, Work for a little so, bit, so so Griffin, with with what knowledge that you know of of Black Adam and Shazam, um, is the whole origin of this movie? Is it? Are you familiar with it at all? Because, I mean, most of the time I've seen Black Adam show up in comics. He was already established. It didn't dive into anything. It was just he was there. He was fucking wrecking shit, and he dipped out. You know, right. Well, if if I remember, and I'm going to do some fact checking as we go through this, but like the whole thing with the wizards and all that stuff was like a thing. You know what I mean? Um, so it says he was depicted as a supervillain and the ancient Egyptian predecessor of Captain Marvel who fought his way to modern times to challenge uh, the hero and his Marvel family associates. So that's what I remember it like Black Adam like had his powers taken away by the wizards, but somehow got him back. And he was trying to fight Shazam to be the champion, the wizards champion. That that's what I always knew him as. Like he would okay. show up and be like, Hey bitch, like I'm the Shazam. So You're not yeah. the Shazam. So, so you're so the continuity were second, were more or less he shows up and Billy Batson's you know turning into Shazam and everything. And this dude shows up, he's like, Oh, somebody new, yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird, okay. yeah, because well, you know, because I, I, I've been more aware of Shazam and Black Adam than I have actually read it. Like, they're I know they're not obscure characters, but in the DC. In the DC stuff, like those, you know, it, it it's pretty all consuming with the the Justice League, more or less. Yeah. And they so the, it the safe. 
The, like, yeah, right. He's like, I'm staying here. I don't leave here. Yeah. You know, if you don't come here, there won't be no problems. Yeah. And they rewrote his backstory here. So in the revised origin, Teth Adam was born on September the 11th, 1279 BC, the son of ancient Egyptian Pharaoh Ramses II, and impresses one of the high priests, the wizard Shazam, uh, with his good deeds. The wizard gives him the power to become superhero, the mighty Adam, by speaking the name Shazam, uh, an acronym. Uh, we know that. He does not draw power from Shazam, Shazam due to the demoness Blaze making a deal with the Egyptian god Set. Uh, the mighty Adam serves as Egypt, Egypt's champion for many centuries, but becomes corrupted by the charms of a mysterious woman revealed to be Shazam's evil daughter, Blaze, in disguise. The bewitched Adam is convinced that he and his mistress should rule Egypt, so he kills the pharaoh and appoints himself ruler. Shazam learns of this and strips Adam of his powers, encasing him in a mystical scarab necklace. Adam's depowered body rapidly experiences the aging process that the magic had staved off and form, and the former hero withers away into the uh, dried cadaver into a dried cadaver in seconds. Uh, Holy Shazam, shit! Yeah, Shazam buries both the body and the scarab in the tomb of Ramses II, where he plans for it to remain for all of all eternity. In death, the former hero is referred to as Kim Adam, which means Black Adam. Disillusioned by what he perceived. As Adam's betrayal, Shazam waits several millennia before appointing a second champion to fight evil in his name. Uh, and then that's where, oh, Theo Adam finds himself um, on an expedition, an archaeological expedition financed by the Sivian uh, Foundation. Adam uncovers his tomb in the secret passageway and leads his superiors, C.C. Batson and his wife, Marilyn, to the discovery upon first sight. Theo, Adam, becomes obsessed with the artifact and kills both of them, escaped Egypt. Um, okay. So he gets... Well, it's basically the, the mummy, but yeah, ba- with yeah. Shazam's. Right. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> so, like like I said, the, the version of Black Adam that I always knew was like, he was like entombed for all eternity got loose and was like wanting to fight the current champion. Now, but like, like, like ancient war brought to the modern day. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And then now they rewrote his story to where like, I'm guessing that like they kind of locked him away in that necklace or whatever, that pendant scarab thing. So I'm guessing whoever possesses that and says the word then gets the powers of black Adam which transforms them into Black Adam as opposed to an adult version of themselves, mm-hmm. kind of. So, so would we say that works. the whoops. so could we say that the that the scarab necklace has been more or less transformed into the crown? Yeah, I would. Yeah, kinda. But well, I mean, the crown's gone. Because now, 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 what's up with Sabak? Because I've never come across yeah. him in my reading. I have no idea. He's just that motherfucker look crazy. Yeah, he's just some devil dude. I mean, well, well, obviously when they when it cuts to hell and dude is becoming Sabak, oh. that whole thing. I, I assume that was just they're the inverted version of the wizards. 
Oh, the yeah. fucking guy that was like, my family, my bloodline. I'm the one. I feel like the Ishmael, I feel like the guy who's playing him, I think he's the dude that plays Marco off the Expanse. <laughs> but I'm not sure. He looked awfully similar to the guy. He's he's he becomes a, a big villain in the expanse in later seasons. But but yeah, did you guys did you guys feel like this movie all it, it tread that line between typical action movie and Fast and the Furious crowd action movie? Oh, he beat the shit out of people. Yeah. It had a lot of action. Yeah. It kind of felt like that to me, especially with like how they did their action sequences and everything. But they did a good job Dude, at towing that. Line. That I'll slow motion that. scene, y'all. Yeah. When he came up out of there for the first time and the military rolls up. Yeah. And he's just well, going dude, down through there, pointing rockets at the stuff and fucking with people. He's trolling. Oh, dude. Like, that's troll. Like, well, well, that sets the tone <laughs> yeah. for his skill set. He has super speed. He can basically vaporize. Like, like at that moment, it's like, dude, yeah, like that's 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 peak Black Adam right there. Yeah, yeah. You mean Adam? I like the I, I like the shot where where at, when he first arrives, when he first gets brought back, and you know, it's the shot from the trailer where he just fucking dusts that one guy, fucking you know, starts ragdolling people like the speed. I love that shit where he's just zipping around. Well, then you have that shot. You have that shot where he shoots up into the upper level, and you don't see what's going on. You just hear everything. Yeah, the gunfire. And you see him kind of moving. You see him sort of moving in the dust, and he just comes back down. You're just like, oh, he's fucking just like you didn't have to see. You knew what the fuck he did. Like he went up there and stacked some bodies, came back down and stacked some more. Like, yeah, he enjoyed fucking people up. Yeah, for Um, sure, definitely definitely made me want like when when they pull off or when they, when we inevitably get superman versus black adam that fight is going to be superman versus zod cranked up to 11 the knobs ripped off and you can't find it yeah and i think that it's going to come out of nowhere yeah like i think now, that... oh go ahead I was saying there was one there was one particular camera shot in this movie that made me actually laugh out loud because it was just so goofy. Because considering how like more or less well done all the other sequences were going on, there's a part where Black Adam's flying, and the camera is like it's him moving, but his face is close to the camera, and the camera zooming in more, yeah. and he's flying or whatever. It just looked really fucking goofy, dude. And I don't know if y'all had that moment when it happened. You were like, "That was a that was a choice." He got all up in the camera a lot. It was almost he was like, "Look well, at I mean, my face. I'm real serious right now. Look at me what, acting." <laughs> it was almost a it, it was almost like one of those memes, man, where it shows yeah. somebody fucking hauling ass through the air, and you're just like, "The fucking goofy hell is this?" Um. But yeah, man, like I can, I totally see why the ratio of, of the, uh, critic scores and the audience scores are so drastically different. 
Yeah, right. Because I mean, the critics destroyed this fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, it, dude, it's a Black Adam movie starring The Rock. What the fuck I mean, do you expect? yeah, yeah, it's not going to well, be. Well, well, of course, but that can also be said to the superhero genre as a whole. I don't think any of these movies have really gotten great critic reviews. Uh, like, you can go look movie. up Endgame. You can pull up Endgame. Arguably one of the best of the team-up movies. And even the critics on those movies are like, eh, there's too much going on, man. <laughs> I think yeah. the highest rated one was uh, Spider-Man. The last Spider-Man movie. But they fell and for it was... just like us. Yeah. You know, oh, like... Oh, yeah, that... And that's the, that's the thing. Like, even... Like none of none of the none of these heroes, whether they're triple A, you know them just by uttering the word or whatever, down to like Black Adam, Guardians, and all those characters. Like a lot of critics, just to sh- like none of them are safe from the critic panty. No, fuck the critics. Yeah, I'm but, gonna fuck rock on that this one. Is, but but this is where the audience score comes in clutch. What's the audience score? It's like eighty something, ninety something, yeah. man. Damn, it's it's the high critics. Indeed. Yeah, the critic scores are in like the thirties, and the audiences are in the eighties. So it's it, it's a complete. Let's see. The Google like, review number is ninety two percent. Yeah, I smell what Black Adam's cooking. Yeah, I like how Superman shows up at the end. Um, you guys had mentioned it before, but you know how something always happens in a little side movie and it's like, where the fuck was the Avengers? Why didn't they yeah. show up? Well, at the end of this one, Superman is like, we need to talk, you know, like, yeah, yeah. and it's like, oh, they gave it to you. Yeah. He heard what happened. And he's like, Hey man, as long as you stay here and quit murdering people, I mean, it should be fine. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see if fucking the ego might get him, dude. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, here's what I think they'll end up doing, honestly. I think that, like, if they make it that far, some shit's going to come up. And um, Superman, they're going to have to go to that country to get help. Like, we need Black Adam. And whenever Superman shows up, Black Adam's going to hit him with that fucking Hawkman sucker punch whenever he was looking back at the old days. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's what'll that's what'll end up happening there. I think, honestly, I think I'm still willing to die on my hill. That I think that instead of killing off the Snyderverse, I think that they would be absolutely fucking stupid not to set up, not to use the setup that has been established by that movie. And it's that dark side's on his way. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if that's what's going on. I mean, dude, we just saw Superman again. It's like. Well, because that's the thing you got to think, too. Like, whenever he shows up, his his first thing is like, hey, man, been a minute since the world got nervous. And like, who the fuck are you? You know, that type of thing. Yeah. And 
I feel like, you know, there'll be some stories written to have them kind of duke it out or whatever. But, like, when Darkseid shows up, oh, yeah. he's going to have to do some preemptive shit because he's already... He watched Wonder Woman sever Steppenwolf's head. Yeah. Saw Superman fucking rap, like, oh, yeah. you know, he's, like, like through like, that, that whole portal... Like... Better not handle oh, and he was like, God damn, it's cooking. they're cooking with gas over here. I yeah. like this shit so much so we're going to fire the invasion ships and fucking go to Earth. Like, let's fucking do this. Yeah. And so I think that it's it's all going to build up to the arrival of Darkseid. They're going to salvage that story in some way. I, just, I feel like they will. I feel like they'll probably go at it a different angle than probably what Zack Snyder was going to go with. Well, they're going to add. They to would it. be crazy. Yeah, they would be now crazy they can do not a build to. Up, dude, and 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 involve all these characters. You know, it could be their end game. You know, yeah. When he rolls yeah, up, it could be sure. their Thanos. Like where we got Black Adam, we got well, fucking Peacemaker, we got because <laughs> Darks. Because I mean, dude. Because yeah. Because when when Dark Side shows Man. up. You're gonna need characters that are willing to kill. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a good time to kill Black Adam. Yeah. Well, it would be interesting if Darkseid shows up, and maybe he thinks that Shazam or Black Adam is another Kryptonian because he sees the type of feats that they're doing. Yeah. So what if he tries to, you know, fuck with that? Like, like they could they could redo Darkseid War. And it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, could you imagine those nightmare sequences with Black Adam instead of Superman? See what I mean? Yeah. That would and be fucking still... insane. Or, or even worse, with Shazam. Oh, dude, he got corrupted. You have, Shaz- you have, you have, well, you have Shazam doing it. And kind of tie into the, the to the there was a story I saw that or well the it's the well it's the story where Black Adam's fighting Superman, but at first it's because Superman thinks Black Adam is Shazam because he's posing as him. Yeah. And then Superman beats the fuck out of him, realizes, oh wait, you're just a fucking kid. Cause like like they he does the switcheroonie, you know, yeah. Like they're they're fight like I'm sorry, Black Adam's fighting Superman. They're t- they're rough, they're rustling and tussling, and then they break away for a while. Well, Superman saw him as Shazam, so when sh- the real Shazam shows up, they fight for real. Superman beats the fuck out of him, knocks him down to fucking Billy Batson form, and he's like, "I've been beating up a fucking kid." Like yeah. it fucks with Superman hard. Yeah. And so imagine like that, but they're having to do it knowing he's being controlled by Dark Side. Yeah. Because it would fuck, because what we have established from Black Adam is that, like, you know, his fucking kid was the champion. He was the one doing all the good shit. Yeah. And see, like, you know what I mean? Kind of seeing, seeing, uh, seeing his kid get vilified, you know, seeing it through the eyes of this other kid. Yeah. Or you know, I mean, re- having to relive seeing a child like 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 his get the shit beat out of him, yeah. When he's trying to do good, I don't know. It could they could be they could do a million different things, and they're probably yeah. doing a million things because it's DC and they don't know how to focus themselves. 
Yeah. But, but I'm, I don't all know. in all, I enjoyed Black Adam a lot, man. Like, legit. I it was, was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. It was. Uh, I went in with no bar set because I didn't know what to expect out of it. I thought but, it was going to be a tired, yeah. Really? Yeah. I was yeah. just like, The Rock? Let's see. But he was just fucking, he played it straight, man, you know? Every now yeah. and then he did something funny. Didn't mean to. It was just funny because he didn't know. He's like a kid. Well, man, I mean, you know? yeah. Well, I mean, it was absolutely he absolutely yeah. had Encino Man moments, like oh, yeah. like when he when he would try to time it right to tell him the Man in well, Black. Dude, how long had he been gone? How long had he been under? Five thousand years, dude. All the Justice fucking League is that him? Justice League, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all they had to do was get the Man a blowjob or something. He just need to yeah. bust one. Oh yeah! You know, after sure. five thousand years, dude. Yeah, they could have got Black Adam some head, dude. He probably would have chilled out. I give it a star. Yeah, I give it a star as well, man. Like for real, it was it was enjoyable enough that I could put it on right now and just be like, okay, we're watching this now. You know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it doesn't have an eager rewatch to me but i feel like it's one of those it's one of those movies that in time will become one that you're like all right well i'm gonna sit down and watch this certain order of dc movies and it's gonna be one of them you know yeah like the shazam cut or whatever there's shazam perspective because you can do that with uh you can do that with marvel right now like you can watch all the you can watch any particular hero watch their series and join them in the timeline with Avengers, and it's their own thing. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend watching the Captain America order, where you just watch Cap, Cap 2, or Captain America, the Avengers, Cap 2, Civil War, and then the other ones. Really good. It really it brings in more context that, like, the whole fucking Infinity Saga, that whole goddamn Shabazz, it's yeah. about Captain America. The cosmic shit's there to distract you. I'm but a... I mean, yeah, I'm like you could I feel like you could do the same with DC. Dude, look at that artwork. Like all of the concept artwork and even that little trailer they gave us. Remember that teaser forever ago? Yeah. Dude, the rock was like almost three times bigger than any of that shit. Like yeah. that motherfucker looked like a thumb popped up out of that costume dude yeah my father's on steroids his neck had a neck you know what i mean he had that yeah so they 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 kind of like they gave him the the christian bell oh yeah treatment whenever it showed him depowered (laughs) they had to cgi him into a weak body i liked it i did too I enjoy yeah. it. I, I give it I give it a gold lotton and bolt. I think it deserves the coveted uh real estate Shazam. <laughs> I mean this all this I I'm I'm interested to see Fury of the Gods now because this little cluster of like the Shazam verses we'll call it. Yeah. Um probably some of the best Shazam eye candy Earth DC has Earth. has has put out. Shazam. Yeah, right. It's yeah, I agree. 
Because I feel like I feel like they obviously they like Shazam. They played it safe, very safe. They oh, kept yeah. they let him have his powers, hard, but yeah. you know, he was a kid, yeah. and that's cool. Like watching, but now it shows you what it. Well, being able to you know well, I mean? now you can watch Black Adam, and you're like, dude, this is how that yeah. power could be handled in the hands of someone that isn't a child yeah. that isn't. Well, it won't be long. You know, it doesn't give a fuck. Up. It's like, uh oh. Well, what's going to be interesting is if Black Adam and Wait, Shazam fought. And he's got a whole do. team of them, though. There's like yeah, five Sh- of them. Shazam family. Fucking powers. Oh, it's going to take all of them to fight Black yeah. Adam, dude. Like, no, it's going to take every goddamn one of them, I think. A couple are um, going to get lost along the way. If they had The Rock getting fucked up in a movie, he'd be like, I'm not doing it. <sighs> Change it. He's at that point in his career. He was like, you well, bring him back well, Henry Cavill, well, or I'm not doing it. Well, I think... And they did. <laughs> well, I think this movie... That, well, they rewrote... Well, since they, they rewrote... They've rewritten his origin to where he could align himself as a good guy, but he could easily be a bad guy. Yeah. Like he, like they, they played the 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 oh, antihero yeah. card, obviously, and you know this is like DC's Venom. Yeah, exactly. But I enjoyed it though, because yeah, because ultimately we know that he's gonna become the bad guy or a yeah, bad at some guy. point, and he might be he might be an eleventh hour save, like yeah. all hope is lost. And it's like, oh wait, Black he'll Adam wasn't really evil bad. after all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like he'll he'll pull a Vegeta. Well, I, I think he'll people. help if it's a threat to his people. Because exactly. he's really taking that on now where he's like, I'm gonna protect these people. Yeah. Those so are my children. Once it's a threat to the, them. Dude. They're the children of Adam. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> all of them. All right. Yeah. Do the Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Wait, wrong children of the Adam. Sorry. But, uh. What? So, which one do y'all want to crack into? Andor or uh, Guardians? I haven't watched Guardians. Were we going to do that on the podcast? No. This I week? couldn't remember, so I watched it anyway. Oh. Oh. I forgot that it was coming out. So, yeah, same here. I'll watch but, it uh, for next week. I can give it a pre-pod thumbs up. It's 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 Christmas. It's a Christmas special, so you know. Hell yeah! Uh, it's it's a it's a fun time. Very family friendly. That's what I'm talking about. Nobody gets banged. Well, dude, they have a show coming out. Uh, with- Drax and Mantis. There's some kind of legends. Oh, episode. They uh, it. They're they're the main two of this. If the, if, if the oh, show's yeah, gonna yeah. be anything like like how they interact, I think this in was this a special, lead into that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's. Yeah. Gonna, I think it'll be good, man. And I was very. I like surprised how she does this good. thing where she asks a question and then when she gets mad, she yells at him. That part's real funny. Oh yeah, they're. Uh, but their yeah. chemistry is actually good on an acting level, man. Like they're like, I could watch more Drax and Mantis adventures for sure. Yeah. And this, to me, this, this is a, it's a good uh, prototype for that. Cause them, fuck, them, 
them fucking with Kevin Bacon. That's that's some that's some funny shit. Hell yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, but we did get to the end of Andor. Yeah, dude. Person. I'm in, Andor. dude. Yeah. Okay. Dude. All right. Now I got so people another, I care right. about. Now, okay. So hear me out, because I I had to do some catching up. <laughs> had to do some catching up. So let but me dude, throw something. What about here. that speech he gave? When, like an old program. You fucking finally saw that. What? About, yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> old program. How good was that? Listen. shit? Listen. No. How good was wild, this dude. shit? How good was Skarsgård? Wiping his ass with the Empire and then fucking skidding. You talking about in that fight where he fucked their satellite up and everything? Yeah. yeah. That was fucking awesome. Did y'all see the credit scene? Yes. Yeah. Didn't know that there was a credit scene. Stuck around to the very end and you just get a shot of something floating in space. Yeah. Well, what was yeah. it? Spill the beans. Well, it, it shows those things that they were working on in the prison. The panels, yeah. yeah. You know those star, those star-looking things that they were building on program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it showed what those were being used for, and they were uh, for the construction of the fucking death ray from the uh, Death Star. Yeah, that's why they were. I knew like, it. That's why they were like y'all. Y'all not getting out. We got to ramp yeah. up production. Oh, progress. Yeah, we got to destroy <laughs> the fucking planet. Yet. Yeah. Keep your heads Look, behind man. your head. <laughs> Look, dude, like I said, dude. They picked up, I, didn't like, Scarsgard like, is the best part of this fucking show. They need to go back, dude, for like, they need to go back and just compress the first three episodes into one episode. Yeah, and it would be fine. Yeah, that would fix a lot of well, just whoa. I just there's no telling how many people you well, stopped watching it for Christ's sakes. That's like well, here's the yeah, that's oh, bad. Yeah. You want to say admit it? it? I'll wear that fucking badge, yeah. man. Yeah, fuck that show. First the first, fuck the first three or four hours of that show. Oh, dude, it took it to about it's a goddamn slog, and it's like goddamn. Yeah, if like I would absolutely tell people, yeah, it's worth watching, but you're gonna fight through those first few yeah. episodes. Yeah. Now, if you've never watched Star Wars, then fucking you're gonna eat it up like fucking cake. Yeah. It's probably your cup of tea. This type of format, because a lot of shows do that shit. They'll spend like the first month and a half of broadcast being like, "Where are we? Who are you?" Yeah. Well, what it's a lot I? of Andor face and acting then, just. Looking at people out of the side yeah. eye, he does that a lot, doesn't he? Do y'all notice that? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's like the, the show is the equivalent of like somebody rolling out a play mat, setting up all their Star Wars stuff, washing their hands, fixing a sandwich, contemplating what's about to happen, and then they sit down and go, "All right, now I'm gonna do a Star Wars story," yeah. and they start fucking. Like everything had to catch up. Like he said, everything you know, all the pieces were set, all the settings were nice. Because that's the thing, man. Some of these shots were fucking awesome. Dude, the lighting the of like dude hauling ass on the speedsters. Yeah, like the that. Speech, the speech, the ladies' was funeral, dude. How cool was that? They started that little beat they were playing too was kind of fire. Gave me, you know what I'm saying? Gave me V for Vendetta. All of the vibes. band started playing. Remember and when everybody? Together. 
So they were going to put her stone in the wall. Remember when he, whenever Andor gets there and he's touching the stone, he remembers his dad. Yeah. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is the wall where they, they're masons. We get it. Yeah. You know, yeah. that little beat they're playing, they all come together and it's like, what happened? They play the funeral. Wally was like, fucking, she's like, fucking fight these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like what that's the speech Trump should have gave on January the sixth. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I was like, kick their ass. You know? Yeah, fuck them up. Oh God. Oh god. <laughs> All program. Uh, but, she was right though. No. But yeah, I, I yeah, I loved it. I love it was like, yeah, the 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 sleeping metaphor. That was really good. Yeah, and like I said, it had serious V for Vendetta vibes, where it was like, "Yeah, fucking, you know, shit's getting bad, but you're gonna have to wake the fuck up, motherfuckers." Or like she, or no, act like she went from like being V from V for Vendetta at the beginning, and then at the end when she's like, "Fuck the Empire," she went full Howard Bill from Network. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not going to tell you to write your congressman. I wouldn't know what to tell him. But first, you've got to get mad. Andor was a plan, dude. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, man. Dude, Um, like, here's the thing that Star Wars has managed to always do for me. And that's make me give a shit about a fucking robot, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that one. Dude, the the droid, man. The, yeah, everything done. Dragging. Well, this one, the, like, like, it was sad. Well, that voice, was weird, that man. voice actor, adding the stutter, yeah. just yeah. added a level of innocence to its personality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I always noticed that with Star Wars, like, it, it's interesting how they're able to give something that's an inanimate object a personality. Yeah, like so, like, and the way they were able to execute R two D two, like you give a fuck about the thing, but you've never known a single yeah. word it's spoken. All you've heard is beeps and boops. Yeah, it's that factin', dude. Yeah, little beep and boop his little booper on his nose, like yeah, right, you little bastard. Yeah, you little bastard. Yeah. Here's my question: Why didn't R two get a fucking badge at the end of A New Hope? Or at the end of Return of the Jedi. He saved so many people's asses in that story. Well, this was before droids were recognized yeah. as, you know, for, for their plot. They had to fight to have the movement where people were like, droids are people yeah. too, man. Yeah. They tried to do it with Will Smith bur- and iRobot, and that didn't pan out that well, you know? <laughs> so, you know. Those robots were fucking weird. Yeah. Like we will fuck the your uncanny sister. valley what? with those. Yeah. That's what they said. It's like, huh? Unplug what that now? one. Unplug that yeah. one now. <laughs> Kill switch. Kill switch. Where are you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, they did good. They brought me back around, dude. Because like those first couple of episodes were just like, oh my god. But they, you know, I'm glad so, I struggled through it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm glad that we had this to keep me having to watch it and eventually catching up with it. Because I'm not gonna lie, y'all y'all drug me through this show kicking and screaming. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and, I, and I can't believe a Star Wars property did that. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was wasn't like we were... Even I was watching it at the it wasn't like minute. It wasn't like we were... Well, I mean, it could have been 12 hours of like, where's the cash, Mickey? And I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. They're going to shoot this dude in the foot again. Probably torture him. But, like, no, dude, it's Star Wars. And that and that's kind of depressing because that... We read horrible news all the time about the state of what's going on and that stuff from a business level to, you know, a fan level. And it's sad that I finally hit a wall with Star Wars where it's like, man, like, I don't give a shit about this. Yeah. No, I get it. But, but I mean. But it definitely. But it, the long con prevails in this. And I'm not used to the long con with Star Wars. Yeah. And I think that's what separates this from the other properties. Because even even with, like, uh, Mando's stories, there was a payoff in that episode, regardless. Yeah, right. Like, you can watch a, an episode of Andor and not a fucking thing happens the whole time. And you're like, oh, well, that's 40 minutes I'm not getting back. Like- if you'll notice, like, towards the last few episodes there, the, at the end, all the stuff that's playing out, the reason it hits harder is because the first ep- few episodes, like, because yeah. they sure, really like gave you more. Instead of giving you six, they're like, look, we'll give you 12, and some of it's going to be, you know, normally we're like, man, why didn't they make more? And they yeah. did with this one, but it was like, yeah, you know, you could have spread it out a little bit better, but okay, it was more. Now give me yeah. another 12. Well, and I think that like going back to what Travis was saying though, it's like, this is the first time that they've ever done like real true long form star Wars content because everything that we've got leading up to this point has always, there's been, it's almost been self-contained stories that's been happening. Even with the original trilogy, all the way back to the prequels and everything like each you know each movie each episode of a series has has always had some type of payoff in it and like this is the first star wars property where that didn't come to fruition it played out more like game of thrones or something like that would and like yeah the the problem well, like, that i go ahead Oh, I mean, I was just going to just add to it by saying, like, if this show was, if this show was released in, like, the 50s or the 60s, I could totally hear a voiceover guy at the end going, well, Cassian, make it to the place. Will so-and-so live to see tomorrow? You're like, find out next time. Yeah. On Andor. The problem, though, is the fact that they decided to do this, like, longer form storytelling with a character that we already know what that character's face is. Why didn't they do this before the movie? Well, I will say, I will, I will say though, there's a payoff of that in the finale that I thought was like, I see what you did there. It's when him and his, that guy that they escaped with the, it's when Cassian finds out that his mother died. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it's the it shot where they're by the ocean. Well, he that he looks off at the at the, the sun going down, and it mirrors just about the same shot angle at the end of Rogue One when him and 
chick are about to get enveloped by the Death Star. Like it was kind of a parallel. Like you know where this is going. Like yeah. And I feel like in that that episode, that was the moment almost in a way to show the audience that you know, like, all right, he's going for broke. Like he yeah. don't care if he dies now. Right. And we even see it like two scenes later when he shows up at dude's ship and he's like. Oh. Kill me or take me oh, in, man. He took some convincing, dude, but on program happened. Yeah. He came back from that. His mom is dead, and then the fucking motherfuckers have set up camp there. He's like, nah. And tortured, tortured his bed. Oh, yeah. They fucked her up, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. I don't know if she's ever going to be the same. See, he's like, well, yeah. Like, he saw that, and he was like, normal, normal life under the Empire is yeah. fucking over. Yeah. Like, it ain't happening. Because what, it's an illusion. What, what they what they should have done, in my opinion, and I know I'm fucking nobody, but what what I would have done in this situation is like, okay, let's do a Star Wars, you know, Game of Thrones esque story, but let's have it start out focusing around Andor, yeah, as being kind of the linchpin for everything, and then maybe the events of Rogue One plays out, like the movie happened. Uh, that happens off screen, of course, and then it continues on. They fucked up by calling it Andor. Mm-hmm. They could have called it fucking Star Wars, fucking Anything, Jolly Good dude. Time, and still had the central focus be around that character. But then, whenever they could be like, "Okay, Andor's dead," you know, the the plans for the Death Star happened, and they could continue that story in a big way after the after the events of Rogue One. It's like they've kind of written themselves into a fucking hole, unfortunately, because they can only take this content so far. Well, well yeah, narratively speaking, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And I've been on that boat during my whole bitch fit about Andor. Right, yeah. But I could but I can also see where this has got to build up to some sort of revelation that exists outside of Andor's arc. Yeah. That's the only way that, that can, I feel I like could validate it. Right. Meaning, meaning either we're going to get this massive filler of Andor or someone finding a way to convince one of the, to convince Mad Mickelson's engineer to make the plans faulty yeah, for the Death Star. Something like yeah. that. Or making it to where it's an evil character that breaks, you know, breaks, breaks program. Hey, what if that's on program that does that? He gets transferred. I mean, he was, was a good trusted man. See, he stayed behind. Be, They're like, he didn't leave. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he could be, he's the, he's, he's the, the one inside that says, man. Like, I'm on program. I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of you but i feel like it's, it, there's got to be something there's got to be something that they're cooking up it's cool how they're kind that of that is up going that like that, that. that could build up to a larger yeah. revelation that that we as the audience don't know about because yeah. like you said griffin and like we've all said uh it, it's just it's hard to care about a story yeah. and character where we know where the end we know where the end of the line is for him yeah. But by the end of it, we've got new people now. Yeah. I'm invested. I think well, a new ship will come to life. Hey, the fucking, uh, the politician, her driver was listening. Woo-hoo. Yeah. That ain't good. You, you know who she is, right? Well, no. 
She was in uh, what? Return of the Jedi, right? Ma, what was her name? Mon Moffat. But dude, the driver Mon was Moffitt. listening. Her and her sister rode in that car and talked some shit. Uh, I'm gonna drop this in Boy, general. Driver was listening. If uh, well, and this led to, and I thought oh. this would be pretty oh. insane too. This is. I thought this was interesting because the 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 escape sequence for Skarsgård's character, where he oh. destroys the tractor beam and uh, kills so like five tie fighters, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, dude. He's gonna train the rebel pilots. Ooh, okay. He I clearly has a him. he. Cl- he clearly has a knowledge of past, how the yeah. Empire's technology operates. Maybe he was like, what if he was, a, yeah, like yeah. you said, what if he was a grand moth? What if one he's the one that put the, fuck well, this? Look, it's already been created. Maybe he was the one that put the fucking thing in there. You know? We know he's got people on the inside, rats and stuff. Yeah. He told yeah. that one dude, he's like, I mean, you can't leave, like, we'll kill you. Well, like, well, think about this too. Because when they escaped from the prison, one of the things that I thought of was like, dude, there's our first squadron of fucking resistance pilots and fighters right there. Yeah. And, you know, eventually they're going to have it to where the rebels are in space fighting the Empire just like, like we're going to see the Rebel Alliance get its funding. We're going to see it get all of its equipment. We're going to see the government well, start to back it. Because what right. it is, is there's going to be this small, just like in modern day shit, dude, you're going to see, you're going to see a group of freedom fighters, and then you're going to see larger governments and organizations and political ideologies start backing those freedom fighters. And then that whole political intrigue and military shit, that's going to come to, like seeing the Star Wars perspective. Seeing the perspective of the Star Wars military industrial complex is going to be interesting. And I think Andor might be our vehicle to see that. Yeah. But yeah, I I enjoyed it. I like how they brought it back around, man, and made it something that I actually cared. Like, I actually enjoyed. And then, like, I like the guy that plays Andor. Yeah. Like, so. It's good. But it gets. Yeah. It gets it gets it gets the covet to me. It gets a phaser set to stun. Oh, okay. <laughs> we haven't had that one yet. Oh, phaser set or, to sexy. What or the coveted or the coveted real estate sheath lightsaber? Not quite worth seeing the action. Yeah. Well. No, it's you worth seeing pull that. It out. Other way yeah. around. It's like you a only pull it out when you need to. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's where they <laughs> go, oh, you got that? Up. And you look at it and you, it gets the coveted this old thing. You know, like, yeah. oh, that Favorite old thing. Breaks, it's a sonic screwdriver. <laughs> but now this, and you pull out a fucking machete that's stained with blood. Anyway. My mind went somewhere way different with that. Um, yeah. You want, you want to talk about a little bit of movie news? Certainly. I mean, that's just in, folks. 
Um, Amazon to invest one billion. billion. Yes, Amazon to invest one billion a year for theatrical feature film releases. So Amazon is looking to make a bigger leap into the theatrical market, uh, investing one billion a year in their movies for cinemas, according to a Bloomberg report. This will be an internet company's most significant commitment to the theater. According to the report, Amazon plans to produce between 12 and 15 movies a year with a theatrical They really release. need to make some money back from Rings of Power. Yeah. With 2023 seeing a small number of films with a gradual increase over time. Bloomberg mentions uh, the annual release schedule will put Amazon up with major studios such as Paramount Pictures. This is good news for cinema chains with AMC stock rising uh, 9.2% and Cinemark gaining an extra 12%. However, theater ticket sales are report, uh, are reported to have dropped more than 33% since 2019. I mean, you can't really look at those statistics. The final year of sales before the pandemic with cinemas struggling to regain the momentum they carried before sales declined. Amazon Studios uh, had been six Amazon Studios had been successful uh, acquiring films in the past with Manchester by the Sea winning two Oscars and receiving $78 million at the box office against a $9 million budget. Luckily, theaters are beginning to find an audience with Top Gun Maverick, paving the way for a return to the cinema. Studios are looking to find their own success with a similar film, as Maverick owned the box office uh, for months after release, raking in an astounding $1.4 billion. Says though Amazon Studios has yet to ramp up its theatrical film releases, the uh, streaming service Prime Video has found plenty of success in television. Original series such as The Boys, uh, Reacher, Jack Ryan, Will of Time, and Invincible quickly found an audience full of adoring fans. In addition, Prime Video took a big swing earlier this year with The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, being the most expensive television series ever produced. However, Amazon has the rights to plenty of beloved properties after they acquired MGM for $8.5 billion. I didn't know that happened. Uh, Rocky, James Bond, RoboCop, Stargate, and many others are part of the deal, meaning the studio can focus on established properties to find a return on their investment. In addition, we've seen other streaming giants find deals with the cinema as the upcoming Knives Out sequel, Glass Onion, began premiering in theaters on November the 23rd for a special sneak preview week. However, the film will leave the theater after its short run heading to Netflix on December the 23rd for a worldwide release. Amazon would be expected to keep its movies in theaters and across various chains. Fans can see how the deal goes forward as more and more films produced by the studio arrive in theaters around the world. So I didn't know that they acquired MGM. I want a RoboCop show. So, yeah, right. So, but here's the thing, man, like you're Amazon. You just fired more than 10,000 people and now you're putting all this money. Yeah. The, the problem with Amazon and Amazon prime, whatever the fuck it's called is the fact that like when people think Amazon, what do they think? Free shipping. If you have prime. Exactly. So, to me, most people don't like, even watch Prime that have Amazon Prime. I have Amazon Prime and I've never watched it. I didn't watch it for that. years. Yeah. I mean, so the boys so, is fire. 
Yeah, I know, right? So, but that's the thing. Like, they need to rebrand their streaming yeah. service as something else and don't associate it with Amazon. It's like Twitch, right? Amazon owns Twitch. They didn't change Twitch to Amazon's, yep. you know, fucking gaming streaming or whatever the fuck. They kept it as Twitch. You can use your Prime sub on there to, to sub to somebody, blah, 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 blah. But it's still kind of integrated into that Amazon yeah. ecosystem. So, Amazon Prime they, Video. Like just call yeah. it Amazon Video. Well, if yeah. they would just change it to something else, they, they need Prime to change out it the to, title, dude. Well, they need to take Prime and Amazon out of it because, and yeah. they need it to to stand on its own two feet. Like, look at the the amount of changes that HBO went through. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had HBO. You've got HBO Max, HBO Go, HBO fucking on demand. Like, it's went through several iterations until something finally stuck. They need to change it well, to something else. And now the Amazon has the app has this free V on it, free TV and movies with ads, and it's part of Amazon, yeah. but it's free V. Right? Yeah. It's like why are we branching off? Why not just have a section for that? Exactly. Why do I gotta have you know? Just, let's just move everything over to that. Fuck, free V sounds fine. Yeah. Exactly. But you gotta watch and a then, lot of ads, dude. The first commercial break I got wanted me to watch five ads. I went, I'm not watching five ads and I left. Yeah, yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. And another thing too is like if I'm searching for something on Amazon and I find something that's on Amazon Prime, it'll say it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Why can't I click a button and it fucking take me to Amazon Prime where I can watch it? If you have the app it will. Well, if, you, if you're doing like Google Chrome and you look it up online, it will mm-hmm. open the app, but you got to have the app and be logged in. Yeah. That's see. Yeah. Th- they need, they should rebrand it. Is ex- in you're my like, I already got the Amazon apps. Like, nah, you got to get the video one, the music one, the storage yeah, the, one, the Kindle one. Yeah, look, exactly. Right. Google tried that. Didn't work. Dude, it's raining yeah. like a motherfucker here. Yeah. Same. Holy here, shit. But if I, if, if I was in charge, if I was Bezos, I'd be like, rebrand it. You could market it by all that MGM content and all of the prime original programming that you have as the jumping off point. And then, because like, how goofy is it going to be when you go to the movies and it's like Amazon prime video presents and it's like, come up with something better, man. Well, now they got MGM. Yeah, so can they so, yeah. get a banner under that? They could, MGM yeah. Video or yeah, MGM just do on your stuff weekend. under that. Like, just move your Amazon stuff to that. Like, yeah, right. You already got the name. It's like Home of James Bond. Fuck. Yeah, Rocky, Man. RoboCop. Like, you know, it's endless. So, but it makes sense why they're making this leap, uh, especially since they acquired that for eight billion or That's whatever the fuck it was. Now they're putting eight another billion. billion. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if it pays off for, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't to be honest, because you already have, unless you just completely fuck it up in a big way. But well, if, if, if you did that, it would be insured. Well, that's true. So yeah, that's true. Could be a, it's a trap. Yeah. Yeah. So here's something that I know you guys are super excited about. Okay. Tyler Perry partners with Amazon oh. to make four movies. Oh yeah. That was the billion. 
There we yeah, go. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Found where the money went. Yeah. <laughs> At least half of it. Yeah, right. So director, screenwriter, producer, and actor Tyler Perry is a busy filmmaker and hasn't shown signs of slowing down. He recently landed a four-movie deal with Amazon, per The Hollywood Reporter. While he hasn't released any details of these four films or even their titles, we do know it's set to... uh, We do know he is set to produce, direct, and write all of them and that they will be released on Amazon Prime Video. Perry stated he had a warm response from the head of Amazon Studios, Jennifer Salke, Salke, Jennifer Salke. That's that's how I'm pronouncing it from now on. And the entire team have uh, welcomed me with open arms, and I'm looking forward to continuing telling unique stories and bringing my next projects to the global audience that they reach. Bro, uh, if they what? let this motherfucker direct a James Bond movie, I will cancel. My Amazon Prime membership. I mean. That better not happen. I mean. I'll, they own here's it. The thing. <laughs> they do whatever yeah, they want. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I like Tyler mm. Perry as a serious actor. Sure. Everything that I've seen him in where he plays a serious actor. Yeah. Or even the comedic relief when he's not playing one of his characters Medea. it's good yeah yeah but i, don't I mean he... Medea does james bond unless it's like a remember that comedy with uh mr bean oh my where god he played james yeah. bond yes i mean you might pull something like that off yeah but that's mr bean though yeah. he's a fucking he's a national treasure johnny something even though it's johnny english that's it yeah i remember i remember yeah. You know, um, so there's no word on why Tyler Perry left Netflix. So this year, Tyler Perry made oh. a Medea homecoming, which is the 12th installment of the Medea. Jesus. It started in 2005 yeah. with the release of diary of a mad black. Woman. Oh my Lord. Also, also released in 2022 was Perry's a jazz man's blues, which he called a labor of love. It's a more serious film than the Medea movies, one the director writer said he had wanted to make for a while. Both were released this year and are available to stream on Netflix. He called Netflix the perfect partner in re- uh, referencing the making of a Jasmine, Jasmine's Blues, mm-hmm. but doesn't seem to be partnered with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Directors, writers, and producers can leave film studios for many reasons, from wanting a higher budget, more pay, more creative control. Sometimes it's just over simple disagreements mm. and other times uh, directors and produce or production companies split amicably. Neither Netflix nor Tyler Perry has commented on the departure. Uh, Perry is also involved in stage plays with his most recent work being in Medea's farewell play in 2019. I think that'll end up becoming a movie. So uh, Medea homecoming was released on February the 25th, 2022. Starring Perry and blah 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 blah. So I mean that's yeah that's where some of that billion went to. You oh, know, dude, he gets paid. Yeah, doesn't he have his own television network? He's got his own studio in Atlanta. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty that's big right. too. Okay. Huge backlight. Well, dude, think about it. Oh, that's kind of smart. So they're already they going to do the movies in Georgia. Or... Yeah, they're going to film them yeah. in his thing. And plus, they're yeah. right down the road from the you know Marvel shoots everything at a 
like Blackwood Studio or whatever it's called, Black Rock. I don't remember. Yeah, but it's Blackwood, dude. Something, but uh, that's where they shot Black Adam. Pinewood, Pinewood, Pinewood. Yeah. This, yeah, I but, mean, uh, he's got a big paycheck, and well, and think about this money. too. It's it kind of makes sense because, like, I guarantee you that he didn't just choose Amazon over Netflix just to choose them. I have a feeling that Amazon was probably like, we'll put everything you've ever produced on Amazon yeah. Prime Video if you'll well, let us use it. And he your already got the Netflix bag. Yeah, he exactly. He got that one first. So, it was probably more. Yeah, so, so yeah. It it makes sense through a, through a business lens for him to do that. For sure. So, yeah. Uh, James Gunn confirms plans for more standalone stories set outside of the DCU. So there's uh, big plans for the DCU moving forward after James Gunn and Peter Safran took the reins for the comic book universe's creative direction. On Twitter, Gunn has been interacting with fans, asking him questions about what to expect from the future of the DCU. This, this includes his verification that they'll be expanding upon the DCU movie established in feature films with the production more, sorry, I got the hiccups, more spinoff TV shows, uh, such as we saw with Peacemaker on HBO max. Yes, most definitely the DCU will be connected across films and TV and animation gun told one fan adding to another that they're planning to release connected DCU set video games as well. There will clearly be plenty of investment and focus into the DCU at Warner brothers discovery in the years ahead. But where does this leave the standalone projects? They won't be going away, as Gunn confirms to another fan, that there will be some more projects taking place in other worlds outside of the DCU. The word some doesn't suggest that there will be an abundance of these kinds of projects, but that they will still continue to exist. As for Gunn himself, he also promised he'll be doing more projects himself, regardless of the increased responsibilities he'll have with his new job. I will continue writing and directing select DC projects, Gunn says through his other tweets. Right now I'm creating the plan for the next 10 years of DC movies while simultaneously fulfilling my responsibilities to the stuff I've already made, as I will be doing until May. Um, So no matter how popular the DCU might become in the years ahead, there is still a lot of value that can be found in standalone projects that tell their own stories. The animated series Harley Quinn has significantly benefited from having its writers focus on expanding their own universe with unique versions of established characters that would certainly not be able to behave in the same ways if they were part of the DCU. That show remains popular after three seasons, resulting in a fourth season renewal at HBO Max, along with an upcoming standalone Valentine's Day special that is coming in February of 2023. Another prime example of how profitable standalone DC movies can be is the 2019's Joker from director Todd Phillips. The film featuring an Oscar-winning performance by Joaquin Phoenix was also able to tell a story within its own parameters without the handicap of staying faithful to what's been established in other movies and TV shows. Uh, The result was Joker scoring more than a billion dollars at the box office, a number that Warner Brothers Discovery hopes to see again with the release of an upcoming sequel that brings in Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. In any case, these, uh, in any case, things are going to continue getting interesting at Warner Brothers Discovery, especially as it relates 
to the DCU as Gunn and Saffron flesh out their plans for the universe over the next decade. So there's a couple of interesting things here. Like they came out and said that they were going to stop producing as many DC animated projects. Yeah. But it makes sense because if he's going to try to tie the animation into it, then of course they're going to have to stop, you know, drop, set up shop anyway. Yeah. So, um, so that's pretty telling on that side. And then of course it makes sense. Like if somebody comes up with a good enough story, since Joker kind of broke the mold of what's able to be done outside of the parameters of the established universe, then of course that they're going to be able to do something like that. Why wouldn't they? Mm -hmm. So it, it makes perfect sense to do something like that. I don't know why people would think that that would stop just because, because they're going to be mapping out like the DCU, like multiverse, I guess you would say, or at least their universe. I'm not sure if they're going to have any say so on standalone projects, but we'll look at black Adam, like, the, yeah. the overarching DC universe can continue to happen because yeah. of the way they've yeah. set up where he's at now and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like when so, you won't put me in a movie, just show up here. Yeah, right. So it's pretty fascinating, and and it makes sense. There was a lot that was kind of unpacked there, but like I'm really excited. Oh yeah, to see what what comes of uh, Saffron and Gun. Well, especially like after coming well, off that seems, dude. It's like this dude. Well, he knows what's. What's up. cool is that it. Well, it seems like Gun also acknowledged what the W. Yes. Uh, follow. No, he answers a lot of people. To. He replies um, a lot. Hmm. Uh. But for instance, the WB, uh, the TV shows that they've done, uh, with the Crisis on Infinite Arts uh, crossover that they did, uh, there's this whole thing where at the beginning of the, the whole little event, you see all the different universes and the comic books and all that shit. You see everything succumbing to the, the big problem, you know? Yeah. And what that what that episodes or set of episodes did was basically make what guns doing canon. Like it's already established that all of the multiverse exists, that all of the DC continuity is existing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that guns continuing with that. Yeah. And maybe he'll bring him in. Who knows? You know? We'll see. Uh, Y'all want to talk about Hugh Jackman? I mean... Are are y'all feeling Hugh Jackman? So... Jackman says that he was offered James Bond role before Daniel Craig. This is something that Travis sent earlier. Uh, it was today, right? No, this is something Adam sent. Oh, 
this was something Adam sent earlier. <laughs> I've been busy, y'all. I can't. Uh, what y'all talking about? James Bond. Hugh Jackman. You're the one that dropped uh, it in here. Yeah, I know, but. I sent it on Twitter. I just yeah, shared it with yeah. y'all on Twitter. I was like, yo, look okay. at this. <laughs> that's where that's why. It... So uh, it says that in past, in years past, Jackman uh, is one name that's come up a lot with fans discussing who might be a good role of James Bond. In a new interview with IndieWire, Jackman reveals that this is something that may have actually happened, if not for his casting as Wolverine in the X-Men franchise. After debuting as the Claw Mutant in 2000, Jackman would end the character's story in 2017's Logan, though he'll reprise the role one last time in the upcoming sequel, Deadpool 3. Needless to say, the Wolverine role was something that was going to take up a lot of Jackman's time for years to come. Meanwhile, Pierce Brosnan would wrap up his run as Bond with 2002's Die Another Day, formally announcing his retirement from the role in 2004. That left the franchise producers on a hunt for their next Bond until um, the 2006 reboot, Casino Royale, which ultimately went to Daniel Craig. Before landing on Craig, however, the role was floated to Jackman, who was still pretty early into his run as Wolverine and anticipating much more to come. For that reason, he quickly lost interest in James Bond as he didn't want to spend the next however many years playing just the same two characters. I didn't want to do the same things. You know, the role of the hero action star. I mean, it was the meat and potatoes of the of a lot of American film, that archetype. Uh, it was all various forms of heroic guys in tough situations. I was like, uh, no, this is a problem. I had a, I had a look. I had a look at it, the Bond offer. I was like, if I'm done doing that in Wolverine, I'll have no time to do anything else. I clearly find it more interesting to play people who color outside the lines. I, I'm, I, I think mean, James dude, Bond colors inside, inside he, the lines. He straight missed out on a bag there, son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a big one, yeah. too. But you got to think about this. You got to think about this. He though. dedicated he more time to Wolverine. Been bond. He would have been Bond. In no time to die. Oh yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, fuck that goddamn movie. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it would it still be. The, it gets the coveted real estate pearl pitchfork to the face. Damn, It'll be a star. Yeah. Um, I mean, he could still come back and play Bond now. Yeah. You know. They're looking for one. I just, I, I don't think he would. I don't think he'd be a good James Bond. I really don't he'll pull it off. But they'll probably go for somebody. Nah, younger. man. He's look. Jackman is a terrific actor, but he can't be James Bond. You know what you got against Ozzy's? Like, <laughs> it's nothing against like, Ozzy's, but it's you get knocked down. You got to fucking get back up, he be out there, you know. You got got fucking get back get on that fucking... goddamn horse, mate. You I would love to see a, a James I just don't Bond think it, I just, Bond. Like I funny. could see I could see him being I could see him being a Q. I think he should play Crocodile Dundee. Oh my god, yes. Mic drop. Grow that mullet yeah. out a little bit more from that picture there. Why not? You know? Look, in that shot. In this, the, the the thumbnail for this article, yeah, where it's his face over a uh, Craig, 
make his hair like, from afar. Think of it like you're not like imagine he had longer hair and he's fucking uh he's fucking bricks from goddamn lethal weapon. <laughs> Riggs. Yeah, I could Riggs, see that. Not bricks, I don't know. I'd rather see him in lethal weapon than something like Bond. It's crazy that like that's I mean, he hasn't ever talked about that publicly, no. right? And that says something about him too, man, because like any other actor would have been like, Oh, he could have said, Yeah. That's a oh, lot he, of yeah, money. He dude. had more But he was like He had ah, more artistic integrity. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking play this Wolverine thing, dude. It's paying pretty good and Yeah. They let me do my greatest little showman on Earth. Yeah. Prince Principal photography is only two calls. weeks with the Wolverine yeah. film. Yeah. Speaking of Wolverine, he also explains why he's returning as Logan. So earlier this month, Reynolds revealed that it was Jackman who got the ball rolling on getting Wolverine into Deadpool 3, something Reynolds, uh, Reynolds has wanted for years, but Jackman was the one who called Reynolds to say that he was ready to bring Logan back. Uh, Reynolds also refrained from divulging any additional details of that conversation, suggesting it was up to Jackman to tell the story on his own. The moment has arrived with a new interview with Deadline. Jackman has shared the story behind his upcoming return by first revisiting that promise he made that he was retiring from playing Logan in any more movies. As explained by Jackman, he truly meant those words when he said them, but he realized he probably shouldn't have made that commitment when he was watching the first Deadpool soon after. Well, I was 20 minutes into watching Deadpool and I had just announced literally a few weeks before that Logan was going to be my last, which I fully intended. And then I was like, uh Oh, (laughs) (laughs) years went by, but Jackman was apparently never able to bury that desire to co-star in a Deadpool movie as Logan alongside Reynolds. So the actor had a revelation when he finally got some time off from performing uh, during a run of the Music Man on Broadway, That's fucking cool. humble brag in yeah. m- mid-August. Jackman says it was all he could think about when taking a dive during uh, that week off, D- taking a drive during that week off, leading to a phone call made to his old pal to start the process. It came to me like, I really want to do that, and that was it. As soon as I arrived at the beach, I rang Ryan, I ain't ranged anybody in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I, I rang Ryan just to see what the hell was going on. And then here we are. It was so quick. And trust me, there's not a moment I don't wake up where Ryan Reynolds is outside my house with posters saying, please. He's constantly asking me about it. And I was like, dude, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So then when he rang me back, he was like, are you serious? So, yeah. Jackman insists that this wasn't something like Andrew Garfield constantly denying he was in Spider-Man No Way Home. (laughs) While knowing all the while uh, that uh, that he'd be coming back as Spider-Man in that film. The actor swears that he uh, was never lying about his retirement from playing Logan, even if he had a hidden desire to reprise the role. It's just that it hasn't been until recently that he's changed his mind, deciding to give Logan one last hoorah after all. I'm a terrible poker player. All this time I was saying I was done. I really meant it. But anyway, somewhere deep down, this idea was obviously lurking and brewing. 
I don't think this is going to be his last time playing. Uh, well, it must be in a good script too, because you got to imagine at the time it's like, all right, man, they're getting kind of. And then yeah. finally he got Logan. It was like, all right, I'm going out on top. Yeah, I'm not making a dud. Then finally, you know, years later, someone's like, wait a minute now, <laughs> uh, we got some good good here, dude. If Ryan yeah. Reynolds could be like, you want to rob a bank, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, what are we going? Whatever, you, know what yeah. I mean? you also got to think. You also got to think too, in terms of like just how successful Logan was. Yeah, I yeah. mean. Not very often, especially in the superhero movies, do you get to stick a landing like Logan did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was and, kind of a going out you know, on top. Yeah. Leave him wanting more. Yeah, it was, it was Seinfeld. It was, it was a Seinfeld, man. Yeah. He signed yeah. off. How long Jerry? ago was that? Do y'all remember? 2017, right? It wasn't that long, but yeah. it's been a minute. About five um, years. What I think is funny, what he should have said in the interview was they're like, Why'd you decide to play it again? He's like, well, uh, I can't play uh, James Bond because I didn't take that job. So, uh, <laughs> or he heard they're like they're looking for a new James Bond. He's like, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm not play playing that motherfucker. I'm not getting me yeah. again. I'll sign the Disney contract today. Yeah, because you got to be careful with James Bond. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. He's always Hugh Jackman's always been really good at like being careful with his career. Yeah. Not ruining it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, great he's he's made some great films too. Yeah. I don't I really don't think that this is the last time. I I honestly mm-hmm. think that he'll do this, Deadpool will happen. Because you know the whole thing is like they can't do any X-Men anything unless they bring either the original cast back into yeah. it or the new X-Men cast until 2025. Cause that's when all the contracts expire except fuck? for, yeah, except for Jackman. But right? they can so build Jack- up to it. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. They can't bring any of those characters that have been, that have had contracts. Yeah. So, so all the new class, uh, so first class stupid. X-Men. Yeah. So that was part of the the buyout. They had to honor the X Men contract. Uh-huh. So that means that they're still going to get paid if they make a movie, which I honestly think that they will. Where they'll make a movie where they'll bring the old some of the old cast back yeah, into. Yeah, th- this it. is we're going to bring in you know the introduction. Yeah, to get all the because new people dude, in. McAvoy as fucking Xavier and Cockbender as oh, yeah. Magneto was like incredible casting. Yeah. Like the only way it was better is if they cast fucking Picard and fuck, you know, and they mm-hmm. did that. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It. So like, so like the, it was great casting. They was. would be foolish to not bring some of those characters oh, in before those con, unless they're trying to let the contracts lapse, then approach them with another offer for more movies, less money. Yeah. I could see them doing that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I honestly think that if they do something like Secret Wars or whatever, that they'll either bring a lot of those X Men. Well, and they know, already show us that in Doctor Strange. They're like, it's fucking possible. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So, and that could because I think that um, I think Secret Wars comes out in twenty twenty five. So. Uh. They could be filming that right and they now. They could have it ready, somebody. yeah. And the yeah. day the thing drops, it's like, guess what? Yeah, exactly. Well, that gives them plenty so, of time. 
Yeah, right. So uh, we got something to look forward to. Yeah, if we can survive that long. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pat the planet. If she can just hold out a little bit longer. Come on, girl. Yeah. yeah. When we call Putin, no, you <laughs> put it wet, but yeah. send him, send a little tsunami his way. Yeah, yeah, right. So, but that's all the movie news that I stumbled about. You know, um, I saw when we were reading one of those articles earlier, and I had to click on it because it pulled my eye. But the uh, the Crow reboot officially in post production, they got new money coming in Ooh. from a new backer. Yeah. So now they're editing the movie. It's finished. Is it Amazon? Is that the new back? Ah, it doesn't say. <laughs> you know who would Some be great? Ad- media. Oh. Film Nation. They had to get a little money, you know. Yeah. They were able to get the movie shot, but when it came to, I guess, paying a shitload of money to edit, you know, prices going up, man. Like, I mean, it is a recession. Money. Yeah. Milk ain't cheap, y'all. Yeah. You know who would be great as... Eric Draven though, Scarsgard, Bill. He can play anything. Yeah, he could play just Black the, Adam at this point. Could, yeah, off. yeah, he could play yeah. Malcolm X and pull it off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the role of a lifetime. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Only some attention. <laughs> the role of a lifetime. <laughs> But I'm ready for trying. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of that uh, little people. Oh, yeah. That uh, Um, Matthew McConaughey movie with. uh, With Gary Oldman. Yeah. Gary Oldman Um, in the role of a lifetime. Was it Twinkle Toes? Something tiny feet or. Yeah. I don't know. It's borderline. But that trailer was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to do that on the pod sometime. What? I feel like we're doing ourselves a dessert. Watch that movie. That, the movie with Gary Oldman and Matthew oh. McConaughey. <laughs> you can we're not find doing our, it. Oh, it's I'll find probably it. on YouTube. I'll find it on VHS, dude. Oh, we'll get wow. together. We'll get together and watch it. Wow. It's like, we got to rent. Who's bringing the VCR? A VCR. You know? Fucking bed it up. With dude. the remote, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Has it got the works. automatic tape and, rewinder in it? Yeah. Oh, I got one of those too. I got a little tape rewinder you plug up on the side. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a little, I got a little bit of media laying around. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little dinosaur media, but, uh, I got the remote and it still got the battery cover on it. Oh, that's a you know relic. The battery cover is worth more too. than the whole yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's worth more than the that's whole how thing. You know if something rode hard. It's like when the battery came, I don't understand those people that don't look for it and put it back on. It's like when it comes off, yeah. you find it. Yeah. You don't just no, say, dude, fuck it. You'll find it later. Then it'll be all busted up. and It's in the couch, dude. <sighs> yeah. I don't know where, but it's in the couch, you know? But yeah, I'm ready oh, for this. Yeah. <laughs> got a little A24 action. Oh, shit. When you finish saving the world. Yeah. This is from writer-director Jesse Eisenberg. Whoa. And starring Julianne 
Moore and Finn Wolfhard. 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 <laughs> Hard. All right, three, two, one, play. He's like rail fan. Yeah. She's going to leave. Oh. Check him out. Always streaming. Weird that they're putting that in movies now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Mom's a principal. That would be terrible. Oh. Man, he ain't wrong. He could just get like a light bulb that's red and put it out there, though. Yeah. I mean... All right. A tale of a lifetime. Coming age. The dude abides. Hmm. Oh, serious. Yeah. In one of the scenes, I want that little giggling dude from the Big Lebowski to be sitting in their living room just giggling. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Whoa, this is like being on acid. Yeah. What the fuck? Check this that out. That 90 show. I'm excited about yeah, this. Yeah, we got a little there. teaser. Yeah, yeah. Always like the. That 70s show. Me too. Except for that last season. Fuck that last season. I don't know if I've seen the last, but like it was one of those shows like, you know, back in the day, it would just be on. Yeah. Catch an episode. Well, the last season is when um I need to go Eric, and watch it. Eric leaves and goes to um Oh yeah. Africa. So it's Donna winds up with this goofy fucking asshole piece yeah. of shit. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about it right now, but anyway. I'm going to text Marina until I come and give you a hug. <laughs> she needs to, dude. I'm upset. Talk about that 70s show. Yeah. I'm upset. I'm ready, though. All right. Three, two, one, play. Okay. All right. 
Wow. Oh, the grandkids are coming to visit. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> they find the weed. Yeah. Probably some old weed, dude. <laughs> It's like, what's my house? smells like pot. Cool. All right. I'm, I'll check it out. Yeah. I like, still like to watch the sitcom. Yeah. Some fucking 20 year old weed nug, nuggets, dude. Some nugs. <laughs> It's got to be moldy. It's been ferment the whole time. Dude. Maybe they had it in it. Maybe they had it vacuum sealed. Yeah, no, yeah, they it had it in a mason jar. Though, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd be real dry. Yeah. If I was there, but like, yeah. put it in the freezer for a little while. <laughs> bring it back <laughs> to life. Bring it back to life, dude. <laughs> Trust me, it'll work. A little drop of water in it. <laughs> <laughs> Would it freeze? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Will we be vaping the crystals? Smoking the crystals? You don't care, dude. No. Nah. All right. The main <laughs> one. Is this the Grinch I mean, it's thing? A, it's a, it's All right. A Grinch movie. So this is like Winnie the Pooh, right? Gotta be, yeah. I mean, I'm ready. Yep. Three, two, one, play. Let's see. I mean, run. It's the Christmas killer that killed Christmas, dude. Yeah. He's a mean one. But you're a bitch. <laughs> she had a baseball bat with Christmas lights on it. I mean, those 30 year old nugs will do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it, you know? Yeah. Definitely watch it. The rig. Rigs. Yeah, I'm, I'm too rigged for this. Um, <laughs> the reason I dropped it, because when I hit play, it it's talking about an old rig. And I ain't mm. never seen. I ain't never seen me a flicker movie about an old rig. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Let's fucking pipe it. Three, two, one, play. It's Amazon Prime. See, that looks kind of low. Look at this guy on program. That's the dude from Game of Thrones, ain't it? Yeah. The one that wanted to bang Khaleesi. Oh, dude. You talk about being scared. Yeah. It's start punching holes in the earth eventually. It's going to start punching back. <laughs> Thanks, Ringo. <laughs> that would be amazing if the Beatles show up and save them. Yeah. We need to get away from the water. Oh, there's something. Oh, it's Cthulhu, dude. The mist is kicking in. Might be in on this. I thought it was some cheesy rig movie. This looks like a show. This movie trailer. I'm program. They did a good job with outer range. Oh. Until that was filmed in the BBC. Yeah. Had their style. Might peep that, man. Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. I mean, I'm already oh, paying this, for it. Is this this the is trailer? the trailer? Yeah. Okay. So they finally dropped the trailer like the day after they dropped that. that thing where bullshit. they talked about the clip that was going to be in the trailer. Yeah, because yeah, I saw this, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the real one." Oh, I'm ready for this. <sighs> yeah, this looks like it's going to be a banger. Banger. All right. Three, two, one, play. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh yeah this director trying to get a fucking Oscar dude yeah
I can't wait for them to send us an Oscar screener. I know. For our consideration. Oh, yeah. We get them every year. Whoa. (laughs) I mean, dude. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Like. And it's crazy because. Like, there's all this crazy shit going on. You don't know if it's part of a movie or if it's really happening. If it's in somebody's head. Yeah. Fucking right. Hell yeah, bro. Oh, I dropped the... I know we saw a different trailer for this. This is the one that's got Harrison Ford in it. Yeah. But it's got this other actor in it. Um, You guys will recognize him. I don't know. I don't remember his name. Oh, Snidely Whiplash. Yeah. I'm ready. I got another thing here. All right, three, two, one, play. That was the dude from Game of Thrones. That guy. I don't remember his name. Yeah, that's the dude from Game of Thrones that was working with Jamie. Yeah. Man, that Yellowstone get wild at it. Okay. I mean, damn. I like how they've tried to go deeper. On the older stuff. Uh, I saw an article the other day that was like, the reason Kevin Costner left Yellowstone. It's like, he left? No. He didn't leave. I mean. He can't leave. I mean. He just got elected. Oh. There might be problems. I don't know what this is. It's just a trailer, man. The honeymoon? Yeah. Romantic comedy. I'm man. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, play. But it's rated R. I'm saying. If Cena's not in it, I'm out. Cena? Yeah. 
He shows up and he's like, hey, you want me to fuck your wife? And the guy's like, no. Right here. Oh. Good start. Got that idiot friend. Their fault for doing it on the water, really. Yeah. That would be my argument. Why are you getting married on a fucking dock? <laughs> He's like Indian John Candy, you know? Yeah. Oh God! I would just let him kill him. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) His arms leak and blow. That's funny. Oh shit! What's bro? That's the chick that was in the the Borat movie that played his daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. Over here, like, where have I seen this girl? She played Russian. No, what did he do? Why did he lay in the bathtub? He could easily have. think if it was john cena and the fat dude yeah be better yeah for sure they tried though are you fucking this up yeah bro is this our fucking bollywood trailer of the week i've been i'm I'm having to bookmark them now i'm (laughs) backlogged i've also been finding these music videos did i find one earlier that i was like what the fuck Is it as good as the? <laughs> it's close. It's got a. It's got a funny little dude in it, and he does a dance. It's. I mean, that's every one of them, right? Yeah. It's just weird, dude. He's got all these dudes around him, and they're dressed. I don't. It's just strange. I can't explain it. I have no words. I'll drop an image. <laughs> but uh, y'all ready for this one? Oh yeah. I just watched the first is the little the first little bit's ridiculous. I'm like, that's it. Oh yeah. All right, three, two, one, play. Close captioning on. Oh, they don't have close captioning. Fuck. <laughs> that was all I need to see. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Get them all. Yeah. 
Like, this is their movies. I'm not these gas stations. This is what happens when you grow up on eighties action movies. There's like Indian Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Tom Selleck. No, Tom Sadiq. He's kicking. I mean, I don't understand. Now he's got to fight this guy. This dude fucks, man. Oh, no. Whatever that says. <laughs> dude, he kicked his ass and then rolled up on him. The dude has a walking stick. He's hurt. He's got a cane. I think this is like it's like Pakistani or maybe Hindi. What does it say down here? I don't know. This dude's a badass, though. Look at this. <laughs> this trailer's long, dude. Holy shit. What's funny, dude, like in the country there, you know, he's like a cop. That's the kind of cop you'd see on the street. Yeah. And he's just acting like that, like busting logs over people's backs and sleeping with everybody's women. I got to look up that chill. <laughs> the big four. I think this is a foreign film. I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hit it ten time. Oh. Baby. 
This is Asian Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she is aggressive. They stopped doing this in movies where, like, you know, everybody's a fucking character. Yeah. Like, like this guy. What? Okay. I the fucking lump that on some foreign film February, dude. Yeah. I mean, kind of looks like a silly goose time. It really does. We got to at least watch one of those Bollywood movies, right? Foreign yeah, film February. We got to do one. We got to do one. Just we got to dip our toes in the water, yeah, dude. Ask the same. That one that was like real crazy. Yeah. Maybe the first one. Well, I saw this trend in the day. I haven't watched this yet, I but I'm interested. I verified I'm it was ready. real and I was like, all right. Here we go. Three. I can't leave a comment. Comments turned off. Ooh. Three, two, one. Play. People are like, Chris Brown. Yeah. He's Christian. Uh oh. Okay. Smash Brothers. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm already, I'm, I'm all in. (laughs) dude dude he's actually yeah 
I fucking love this. They did it the right way. Like you're playing the game. Look. This style works perfect for Mario, man. Yeah. Skip live action and just oh. do this, you know? It's in the rainbow rainbow tunnel. It's gonna be so colorful. Yup. Look. Warp tunnel number oh, four, shit. bitches. He's even uh, in more yeah. dude, I, there you go, Rainbow Road, baby. It's like the bridge from fucking. Oh God, I want to see that <laughs> so bad. I want to watch it now. I mean, dude, that looks like a silly goose time. It looks really good, man. It's so fucking good. So fucking good, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. So... We got a couple of options for next week. What are you guys... What are y'all feeling? I'm down to watch whatever. Well, I do want to watch Bullet Train and Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah. And the greatest beer. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to watch them all, you know? Uh-huh. But next week is the first week of December. Oh, yeah. So are we going to do Christmas movies? What can we start with? Is that movie going to be out? No, nah, it won't be out. Oh, well, um, wow. uh, the movie with Ryan Reynolds is out. Spirited. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we can start I mean, with that. Yeah. I, I know we'll that some, one's out. Like I've yeah. for sure. And we can do some research on what we want to see. Yeah. Or what we want to tack on. This is that Scrooge trailer. Yeah. Where Will Ferrell was like, Don't just leave. Look at my set. You know, he had like a whole Yeah. Yeah. Is that cool with everybody? You cool with that, Trav? Spirited well, away. Yeah. The the Ron Reynolds Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell Scrooged. Yeah, Scrooged. Pretty much. Christmas Christmas story. Yeah, then that'll give us a little time to <clears throat> be really cool if we could watch over that Harper movie. Oh, the Violet Night. I don't know if that's gonna be Is that Dude. a the- I think that's a theatrical. But we'll check on it. Let's see. Did I not spell it right? Hold on. Playing in Gadsd. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. If they're smart, though, that I would I would imagine that's going to hit streaming services. Oh December. yeah. I mean, it's got to right. Christmas dude. Yeah. People ain't going to the theater. No. But yeah. I'm ready. Checks on the mail, dude. 